right. Yes, yes, yes. Capital Y, capital E, capital S. We are back again, as always, <clears throat> in all ways possible. Um, welcome, come well, to another episode, another doorway, another dimension, another reality, entitled Beyond Words and Expression. Beyond words and expression. We're going to use some words to express some things. Funny thing is, this is beyond words and expression, but these are words used to express something. <laughs> don't get caught up in the words or the expression. Go beyond that. Use it. Don't let it use you. Utilize it, the tool, the tools that we use. Okay, today's Sun's Day. Um, we will be building upon another cool topic. Something that was, that's also in the top mysterious category as well. Something we all know, we all experience. Something no matter how many, how much we study, research it, try to understand it, grasp it, grab it. We don't yet fully and will never fully get a true understanding of what it is, just according to our own perception of how we uh, experience it and communicate with it and how it communicates through us. And that topic today is building upon the principle of time. Yes, time. The hell is this thing? Why is this thing? How is this thing? Where is this thing? When is this thing? When was it? When was it not? Was it ever not? Or has it always just been? So we're going to play in this playground today, or this sand, or this sand lot, or sandbox, and build a sandcastle. So, in the format of going line to line, these lines that I write is basically doorways, or little libraries, maybe a library. <laughs> I write the line, and then I'll just open up naturally and automatically to the line that I wrote according to whatever principle that we're touching upon. So since today's topic is time, Start with the first line. It's like a mind library or the mind library. <laughs> the line library or the mind library, I guess. Whatever, we can play our words all day. Anyway, so let's go into the first line. First line is 
there's no such thing as a timeline. Only a moment truly exists. To understand what we perceive what we call time, or title as time, or label as time, according to a definition of it, it's, there's no timeline. There's no history to it in that way of understanding, in the normal way of understanding, the standard way of understanding what time is and what we were taught time was. Time is only a moment. So what we call a gathering of time or a collection of time is nothing but a collection of moments. But at the same time, you can't collect the moment because the moment isn't a thing. It's not something which you can make a part of your collection and grab more moments. A moment is right now. This is the moment right now. This is a moment, the only moment that exists. Looking back upon things and everything, we can say that happened at this time or that happened at that time, that happened at that place, that went on over there, during this time cycle, during this age. And, but these are just kind of little markings of things that always happened within the moment because regardless of whether it happened a year ago or two years ago, you still experienced it right now. You still experienced it within that moment. Even if that was another time, it was still within that moment. So there's something mysterious about this thing we call moment that is disguising itself as the illusion of quote-unquote time. Okay? Okay, let's get into the next line because it opens up more and more. The next line is, a collection of moments, when looked back upon within the present moment, looks like time has passed or a time span or a timeline, which is what I was just touching upon prior to this line, the first line, this is the second line. Um, a moment, I want you to understand what a moment is. The moment is right now. Can you grab this moment? Can you hold this moment? Can you put this moment in your pocket? Can you stuff this moment in a bag or a pouch? Can you grab it? Can you hold it? Can you possess it? No. Something that just is. See, a moment can't be collected. Why? Because a moment isn't a quantity. It's not something which is physical. It's something which you can grab and hold and make it a part of other collections of things. You can collect stones, you can collect toys, you can collect buttons, you can collect bottle caps, you can collect cars, you can collect comic books, books, whatever. You can collect these things because these things have certain type of solidity. It has a, you know, it's, 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 it's solid. It has a form. It's physical. It's something you can touch, grab, and hold and possess. A moment isn't. So if time really is the moment in disguise, then how can we say that there's a certain time frame for something? There's a time for this and a time for that. It's only right now in the moment. And the moment is all that you have to do whatever you have in mind to do. And that has to be realized. 
It has to be realized. It has to be acknowledged, first of all. You have to become aware, and you have to acknowledge it, and it has to be realized. And you have to recognize it. Like I told you, dealing with these principles is not something to really go into. Studying research, no, these are principles. This means that it doesn't, it doesn't exist within a book. It doesn't exist in a lecture. It doesn't exist in a talk. It doesn't exist in a conversation. It exists personally and privately and sacredly to you within your moment, right now, within your being, within your beingness. This is not something to go to school for or, you know, go to class for. And No. This is, if it's, if it's private, sacred, and, and secretly within your perception, your mind, it's communicating to you and through you because it is you and you are it. So what other medium or liaison in the middle that we need for us to tell it that this is us and that this is that and that is that? There's nothing wrong with listening to someone else's perception of something, but like I always say, you better have your own perception first. When you think these books and documentaries and biographies and these libraries full of all of this came from, it came from one just becoming aware and enlightened on their own. And they created certain subjects in academia based upon one going into oneself. Because when one realizes that it composes and possesses all that there is to be known, which is the unknown, everything else becomes irrelevant. All other mediums become relevant. Wanting to see what he says or what she says or what they think about it or how you feel, it becomes irrelevant. There's nothing wrong with doing it, but listening to someone, watching someone, attending this, attending that, there's nothing wrong with that. All I say is have your own knowing of self first and foremost. And when you go and see somebody and you say, why do you, they, they have something, you know, I like what they're saying, it associates with me. I, I get what they're saying. That's not somebody else. That is you. That's you in a different form. You don't go out to see who may support you, who likes your stuff, who may become a fan of you. These people, these individuals are nothing but yous. They're you. Once you understand that all this is one, you see that it's actually you supporting yourself. It's actually you giving attention to yourself. But they say, you know, you know that saying that there's no help like you can help yourself. You know, don't wear nobody. Do what you got to do according to your own, to right now. Do, you know, there's nobody that's going to do for you as you do for you. Okay, so that's why I'm going to go too deep into that. I just want to touch upon that just for a quick second. You know, so... Let's go to the next line, basically. Let's go to the third line. <clears throat> okay, that's that. The third line is, past and history, in parentheses, only things that memory stores in the mind, gives the illusion of an existence of a time or time spent. Past and history, things that memory stores within the mind, it gives the illusion of an existence of a time or time spent. What does that mean? Past and history are just words, once again. Go beyond the words, though. What does this say? What is composed of the past? What are the contents of what we call history? 
It's basically just memory. Only things that memory stores within the mind. So it's basically just an accumulation of a recording. <laughs> you are a recording. So you look back on your recording of memory or past and history. You say, well, remember the time I did that? Remember the time we did this? Remember the time we seen that? Remember the time that happened? Remember the time this happened? So this past and history thing, it's not a past or a history because in reality there is no past and no history. Not denying anyone's past or history in that aspect, but understanding beyond the words which we use to describe or explain or define what we're talking about. What is it that we are explaining, that we are exactly explaining? What are we pinpointing? What are we talking about? We're talking about a gathering of memory. You, you are an accumulation of a recording. That is what you are. That is what we are. That is what this is. To accumulate memory. You are a record button stuck on record. So you just record. When you look back on your recording or your memory or your history or your past, you call this time. But it's not time. It's not a past. It's not a history. It's just a recording that gathered memory. Because within all those memories and that past and that history that you have, for those things to have happened and create a so-called, quote-unquote, timeline or time spent or time, quote-unquote, you were within that present moment. You had to be present to it. You had to be witness to it. So that is that happening or that occurrence happening. You had to be there. You had to be within that moment. Words like here, now, present, moment, these Describe what you truly are because this is the validation. This is the foundation of your past, of your history, of your memory. This is the foundation of it. So no matter how your structure is built, this is what this whole podcast is about, looking back upon the principle. The principle is a foundation. You're looking back upon the foundation of how these things were even able to be because of this. Without this, that wouldn't be able to be. This is what this whole thing is about. And because I'm speaking to y'all and sharing things with y'all doesn't mean that I'm sitting here saying I know everything. Absolutely not. I'm sharing my perception with y'all. Because I created that medium to do that. I'm not saying nobody can't, but this is just me. This is just the time and the moment right now. This is the moment I'm in. It's for us to share things with each other, to ask questions, to comment, to have anything, or even just purely listen. Talk, it doesn't matter. At the same time I have your attention, you also have my attention as well. Okay, this works back and forth. This is a paradigm reality. Okay, so that's just that right there, accumulation of a recording, 
what you call past and history and memory. Because that's what we base time on, right? Time in the past, time in the history. I remember this time and that time I remember memory. So the whole point is just to see that this whole concept or this definition of what we call time, T-I-M-E, in the way that we were taught and trained to believe it, does not exist in that way. It doesn't exist. Okay? Let's go to the fourth line. Our perception of time is based on sun and moon appearance, a location-to-location basis, a transformation of environment and atmosphere, whether in season patterns, metamorphosis of beings, travel, distance, principles like travel, distance, transformation, appearance, feeling, accumulation, memory. So our perception of time, when I say our perception of time is based on sun and moon appearance, location to location basis, transformation of environment and atmosphere, whether in season patterns. It's a changing, a transforming from one thing to the next. Conversion, transformation. You may be at the house right now, but in the hour you're going to go to the store. Maybe tomorrow morning you're going to the supermarket. Maybe two days from now you're going to the park. So you're in the house now, but an hour from now you'll be still within that present moment, but you'll be in the store. And you leave that store and go home, you will relocate a change, a transformation, or a changing from there in the present moment, still within the present moment, but now what's your home or your residence? You're still within that present moment. So it's a changing, a location-to-location basis. We see the moon, the sun, or the thing that we call the sun, which I call just two flashlights in the air. That's how I see it. That's how I understand it. These are just two flashlights, two different color flashlights, or flashing lights, or glowing lights, or radiating lights. Sun and moon appearance, which you call day and night, morning, afternoon, evening, or morning, afternoon, midday, evening, midnight. It's based upon the appearance of something, something being from one shade to another, color changing, color transformation, light transformation. And the principle, like I said, travel distance, which I just touched upon from the house to the store, from the store back to the house. You're traveling distance. Transformation, you may not have the same mindset that you had when you were younger now. Transforming. Appearance, you may change your clothes to something different because you may be going out to the movies later, going out to eat later. Appearance, feeling, I feel this way one way, I feel this way another day. Accumulation, memory, see where I'm going, birthday, holiday, all that stuff. It's just a change. This thing that we call time is based on a perception of change. It's based on change, location, location, transformation, weather and seasons patterns, spring, summer, fall, winter. These things that occur four times out of one solar cycle which is what you know as a year. 
It's just change to change to change to change, transformation to transformation to transformation, transformation, appearance to appearance to appearance to reappearance. So it's based on basically appearance and reappearance. And the two letters re automatically means cycle or cyclic nature. So if something is within a cycle, that means it's going within a circle. There's nothing going. There's nothing going anywhere. Because in order for time to be, to even exist, you have to have somewhere to go. There has to be a change or something has to happen differently. But since we just validated or we're just touching upon how there is no going anywhere or there's nothing really happening, everything's all within the moment, how can there be a such thing as time? So what time is really is just a moment. But there's no time gathering. There's no time accumulation. There's no past in history. There's memory and there's a recording. You remember what happened last night. You remember what you did last week. You remember who you saw last month. You remember what you did last year. That's memory. You are a recording. That's it. There's really no time passing or passing of time. Everything is within the moment. Even what you call past and future. Past and future would not and could not exist without the foundation of the present moment. There is no such thing as past and future because you can only validate a past, quote-unquote, and a future, quote-unquote, because you are within the moment speaking of it. So this tells you that the moment is the mommy and daddy of all things. Whatever you speak of comes out the moment. Okay, so focusing on the moment. This is what we perceive as, quote-unquote, time. It's just the moment, realistically. Go to the next line. The body goes through time. The mind doesn't. The body and brain goes through time. And can age if the mind believes in the concept of old, quote-unquote, or quote-unquote aging. The mind can remain right where it's at and where it has been. The brain holds memory, not the mind. The mind is basically just a watcher. It's the witnesser. It's the one experiencing. It's just watching. It's just witnessing. It's just experiencing. It's not gathering. Anything which is an accumulation of gathering of something or something solid or something physical is only is, is something is the only something which can gather, collect, and accumulate anything, which is what we know as the brain. The brain records basically the brain gathers memory. Yeah, and you can say records in a certain way as well. It accumulates. It gathers. It collects. The mind is just looking. The mind is just watching. The mind is just witnessing. The mind is just experiencing. 
Matter of fact, it's just existing. So the body goes through time because as you as the brain collects this memory from this recording, from this accumulating, from this gathering, from this collecting and holding and possessing, what's in the brain trickles down to the body. So as you think that you are going through this and going through that, and whether it be turmoil, whether it be happiness, whatever, whatever you're going through, whatever moment, This body goes through a time cycle because the brain is trapped within a time realm. The mind is not trapped within time. The brain is trapped within time. So since the brain is connected to the body and the organs and everything else, the body also goes through time just as the brain goes through time because it thinks there's a such thing as time. What we call time, once again, is nothing but accumulation. It's the present moment just watching, just witnessing, which is the mind, watching, witnessing, looking, experiencing. And all that watching, witnessing, experiencing, listening, looking, all that stuff gets stored within the brain, and the brain trickles it down to the body. The brain likes time, the body likes time. These things are in time, not the mind. See, age and time, once you understand what time is, you understand what age and time are two different things. The mind can age. Age just means maturity. It has nothing to do with time. Maturity can mean wisdom. It can mean wise to things. Maturing. Knowing. The body goes through time. But there's no such thing in the, in, the, in the perception of age as we see at birthdays. And what age are you now? How old are you? Even that word, I mean, even how we put that shit, like, how old are you? What you mean how old I am? You know, why, why can't you say, how new am I? <laughs> like, how old are you? Like, nah, how new am I? See, it's, I told you, it's all within years, it's within understanding and what you, how, you, how you know things and your intuition and how, you, and how you're picking up what you're picking up and experiencing what you're experiencing, and it's cool and it's great, but it's also within your words. How are you wording your reality, which you are experiencing, because your ears can hear what your mouth is pronouncing, and that's very important. You have to understand that. You have to understand that. I would recommend you understand that. I suggest you understand that. Okay? So the body goes through time. The mind doesn't. But the mind ages. Age doesn't mean birthday. It means maturity, to mature, to become wise to, to see through, to come into the knowing of, the knowing of self and the knowing of that which is beyond the self, knowing what the moment is. At the moment, is truly what we see and call at time. Okay. Okay. Next line is anything and everything that can only happen within a moment. Anything and everything can only happen 
within a moment, pardon me, not within, quote, unquote, time. What do I mean by that? Anything and everything can only happen within a moment. Not within time. Stay in a place right now and it goes on fire. All you have is that moment right now to get out that fire. Emergency. All you have is that moment to make a choice and decision upon what you're going to do to assist that emergency. You don't have time. A fight. Somebody gets stabbed, shot, hit, assaulted. All you have is that moment which in fight or flight, which is the kind of mind mechanism called fight or flight, mind function. You either fight or you flight. You only have that moment to get away from that situation or to engage in that situation. You don't have the next moment to wait for the next punch or the next kick or the next stab or the next shot. You don't have another moment or time to think. Everything is within the moment. You have things like job interviews. You have that moment right there, your first impression. What can they call it first impression? Anything, a date. If you want a date, you have the first impression to impress her or her to impress him within that moment. There's no other moment. Right then and there, both of them make their decision. Things like life and death. You only have that moment. The building is falling or planes coming down. You have that moment right then and there to say, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm moving away from here. I'm getting out of the situation. Or I'm, I'm, I'm running. I'm getting away from there. Getting away from this because this is going to fall or that's going to happen. This is going to crash or this is going to blow up or whatever's going to happen. All you have is that moment. You don't have time on your side. That is an illusion. The moment determines the outcome. Not time passing or the passing of time. All you have is that very moment, that very, very moment right there, right now, right here, to decide and choose what to do. Which, well, what you call, what you know as moment or what we know as moment is the thing that has the only true value. Moment is the only true value. That's it. You don't have time. And being that moment gives, is the foundation of the structure of time. Why deal with what we know as time? Why not deal with the moment? Why not deal with the foundation of it? Why not deal with the, the, the prime resource of what, we, of, of, of what we're dealing with? Why are you dealing with the top of the building? You're supposed to be dealing from the ground before the building is even constructed, before construction even goes there, before a blueprint is even made for that, before that section of that foundation is even discovered from architects. You have to deal with that before you build that. See, the accumulation, the building is like in other words, the brain and the body. But what happens to buildings? Buildings get destroyed. Buildings fall down. Buildings crash. I mean, buildings get destroyed. Buildings fall down. Buildings crumble. They get destroyed. 
within another building or something else is built upon what? That same foundation. So sometimes you may want to check your structure to understand what foundation you're building on. Because it's all about foundation. It's all about principality. It's all about the moment, not about quote-unquote time. Okay? The next line is, the body chemically stores what the brain mentally records. That's what you perceive, quote-unquote, time is. And what the brain records the mind ignores and keeps on being. The mind is the, is the gathering of, the brain is the gathered. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking this down in simple terms for you to understand exactly what these functions are and what this is. Yes, this all operates and functions as one thing, but this one thing has different sections and parts to it. It's like you have one body, but your arm is different from your leg. Your leg is different from your nose. Your nose is different from your ear. Your ear is different from your fingers. Your fingers are different from your toes. So we have this one body, absolutely. But they have different sections. You have to understand how these sections fully operate and function from a being level before you start doing So I'm going to say that one more time. The body chemically stores what the brain mentally records. And what the brain mentally records, that's what you perceive time is. And what the brain records, the mind ignores and keeps on being, it keeps on recording, it keeps on watching, it keeps on witnessing. It keeps on gathering. That's why I said the mind is the gathering. The brain is the gathered. So in other words, if you're walking upon the beach, I'm sure we all did this. We all did this sometimes, even as kids, even as adults. We walked across the shore, we walked across the beach, and we looked at shells, and we had something, we had a bag or something, and we seen the shells, and we thought, oh, this is a nice shell. And we put it in our bag, and we seen a stone or a rock or something, something we discovered somewhere on land, near water or off water just around the bushes or the forest or, you know, landmass, whatever it may be, mountains, whatever, stones, crystals, rocks, gems, whatever it may be. And we had a bag and we just kept, well, that's nice, I like that, and put it in the bag. And I seen something else and picked it up on the floor. So I like this, put it in the bag. The mind is the hand. The shells or the stones on the floor or the, is the experience or time and events and occurrences and happenings. The hand grabbing the shells and putting it in the bag, the bag is symbolic of the brain and the body. Just making it more and more clearer to you on what I'm touching upon. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next line is age and time quote-unquote age and quote-unquote time, even though age is more, have you have, have a deep, uh, clear understanding of what age is. Nothing to do with birthdays and all that. But age and quote-unquote time is nothing but a constant experiencing and constant breathing of space and air. Taking it to a different way of looking at it right now. 
a constant experiencing and constant breathing of space and air. Well, I said this was because looking at it and, 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 and being, interacting with this thing we call time or the present moment or the beingness of something, just being present, just being now, just being here. I'm, I'm just sitting one day and I'm thinking. I'm not thinking. I'm actually just within the moment. I'm, I'm just being aware. And as I'm breathing, I'm saying, is what we call time just space and air? Because, like I said before, you aren't this embodiment. You are this air. You are this space. And the space is what they call that spirit. But I don't, you know, touched upon that before. What, what people call a spirit is nothing but the space, which is why they both start with SP. That gets deeper. So those two letters get deeper. I won't get into that right now, but... You are the space. You keep breathing in the space, inhaling and exhaling the space. And as the space gets stored within the system or the lungs, this is what you call the soul or the solar, which is why when you get emotional, it can affect your lungs, become emotional, feeling. Feeling is reeling, the real. So this is what you call your soul. You're breathing in the solar material, the space. Consume the solar material or the solar Solar, solar material and space is uh, together. So you're breathing in this space, consumed with the solar material, and that is what you call your soul when you breathe into your lungs. You become the soul, the solar thing. Spirit is the space that you're breathing in. And as we breathe this in, the more this space and spirit and solar material and soul gets in this body, the more it gets in it, the more it wants to come out. So that's why we inhale, we exhale. So I still say, I'm breathing, I'm just thinking, I'm just in the moment, I'm saying, okay, is what we call time just really space and really air? Because I'm breathing this in, but one day I will exhale, there won't be an inhale. So am I actually just the space in the air? I'm not this body, but I'm the space in the air. I'm not breathing in space and air and oxygen. This embodiment is breathing me in because I am the space in the air and what you know is oxygen and nitrogen and hydrogen in the atmosphere, these, these things, and, you know, on the elemental chart table, what do you call that in science? Because um, I am the air that is being breathed in. I'm not the body. So this body, this vehicle is breathing me in, which is why you inhale and exhale unconsciously. Subconscious, you, you do this without even knowing. You can control it, you can stop your breath, you can pause it, you can, you know, do this and do that. You can play with it, you can determine the speed or the pace of it, but you can't not do it. It's doing it on its own, which means that this is a, a vehicle which is working on its own. It is actually breathing me in. I am the space and air. So being that, we're looking at time, the concept of time, it's not really time ticking or clock or watch or the, you know, I looked at it in, in a different perception, and it came to me that way. And I said, okay, so maybe time or this death thing, that when time is up or whatever, maybe it's just the space that's being breathed in by this body. This body is inhaling me and exhaling me. And then when I make the last exhale, I leave the body. I go back into the space atmosphere. So maybe this is what they call time, because what we know is time is something that what people call age and, you know, go through this and go through that these transformation or this aging process that we call with the body 
that people perceive as is actually air being within an embodiment and then wanting to come out that embodiment sooner or later. So I said maybe what people perceive as time is actually just space and air. This is just another perception due to my awareness within the moment of just inhaling and exhaling. You see, it was just something to play with within the moment. Because I like to look at things from more perceptions and all perspectives and all different angles and directions. Because I like to get a, a full peripheral understanding and understanding of the experience that I'm having within the moment. So even though I'm touching upon time and this aspect and that aspect as well, it also ties into what I'm saying now as well, but just in a different perception, a different way of looking at it or something that may be attached to the same way I'm describing and explaining it as well. So that's why I said maybe age and time is nothing but a constant experiencing and constant breathing of space and air. Because if I'm not this body and I'm this air and I'm in this body, sooner or later I want to come back out this body. And maybe when I want to come out this body, maybe that's what you call time or death or age has occurred. Okay, just another way of looking at it. Like I said, I'm not on this platform, I'm not teaching, I'm not doing this. And, no, I'm just sharing what I'm experiencing, being aware to the principles and the moment at hand. Okay? Okay, let's go to the next line. Time exist so that energies can create itself and place itself within your body and mind, within a void of your space to occupy itself in that specific space location to create a block or stagnation in your body and mind in the hopes that you will awaken and become aware of a presence amongst you. So basically time, what we know as time, quote-unquote, is a stopping or a changing of one thing to another transformation from this to that. So I said basically time exists so that energies can create itself and place itself within your body and mind, within a void of your space. Something is always trying to take up your space. This is how, this even validates what I was saying just prior to this. That we are space and air. We're not the body. We're just, we're just, we are the space and air that we call space and air and oxygen. This is what we are. We're not the body. The body breathes us in. We're not this thing, this physical thing. So since we are space, if you look at it throughout your life, whether it be happiness, whether it be misery, whatever it may be, something is always looking to fill your space. You are complete space. Something is always trying to get in there and try to occupy itself, create itself, and place itself within the void of your space to occupy itself in that specific space location. And what we call time or one thing changing to another is what we also know as a block or a stagnation. Transformation, conversion, awareness, realizing, being knowledgeable of, having knowledge of. You see, we're just basically existing to experience feeling within an embodiment, navigating through it with the device of mind or mentalism. 
See, maybe this thing that we call time or this happening, then that happening next, then that happening next. This is just a transformation and a, an occurrence of things happening, this pausing or this stopping or this blocking or this stagnating. Pausings or these pauses is looking to be transformed and conversed, but it can only be paused or blocked or stagnated if time or what we know as time, certain kind of concept of it exists in a certain way because it's looking to transform. Even though it doesn't truly exist, but it's just transformation. It's looking to transform. These experiences happen. These feelings happen. These thoughts happen. These thoughts occur. It's looking to be transformed. It's going to occupy your space. It's going to become, it's going to occupy a void within your space to fulfill itself, to create itself. And hopefully you awake to that, you become aware to that, and you transform what needs to be transformed. You convert what needs to be converted. See, in this reality, everything is looking to find a space within you and to create itself within that specific space it created within you. Something always wants your space. Something always wants your attention. And it can only happen within conversion to conversion, transformation to transformation, appearance to appearance, change to change, which is what we call as quote-unquote time or an experience or timeline, quote-unquote. Okay? So this is where this becomes a little more valid to understanding it, the illusion of it. Nothing but transformation and change and things of that nature, okay? Okay, next line is what we know as quote-unquote time is inhaling space and exhaling space. The more we breathe, the more we quote-unquote time, not age. The more we breathe, the more we time. Because... What people identify as time is life and death. You know, what I call appearance and disappearance. What people call life, living, and death, I call it appearance. Uh, Appearance, fade, and disappear. So inhaling and exhaling. The more we inhale and exhale, the more we go according to this quote-unquote time thing. The more we are running out of time, the more we are experiencing time, running out of time. You can't run out of it. I'm not going to that right now, but the more we go through this time cycle, this time thing, this timing thing, is based upon inhaling and exhaling. It's not based upon a clock or a watch. Appearance, reappearance, things of that nature. It's not, doesn't exist in numbers. Numbers is trying to measure something. You can't measure something if it isn't solid or physical. How do you measure something? It doesn't have a length or a width. You can't measure it. This is why there is no measuring of time. Okay, so inhaling and exhaling, the more you inhale, the more you exhale, the more we breathe, the more you breathe, the more you time. So this is to take to kind of veer away from our perception our normal traditional perception of what time is into a more innate aspect, into a more insidious understanding and understanding of what I'm saying or what's being touched upon in this moment, in this podcast, based on the principle of time. Okay, next line is, 
in order for time to exist, in order for what we know as time to exist, a day has to exist. Even a second has to exist, a minute. Every day you witness the same scenes and scenery. You witness the same people, same places, etc. It's funny because this reminds me of an episode, I mean episode, it reminds me of a scene, a movie scene in the movie Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. And there was a time where <laughs> I think it was like three or four friends, they were in the car and they were, and they were driving and they drove to a diner. I think I told you about the two. And they were driving to a diner and they were like, you know, like they were in this nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, but they didn't know that they were sleeping. But they didn't know that they were in this nightmare. And they drove to a diner and like, yeah, you know, Freddie's going to get us. You know, we got to do something. We got to do something now, you know. Okay, as a matter of fact, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's, let's get out of here. So then they, they jump back. They get out the diner. They jump back in the car and they drive. And they drive off. Next thing you see them drive off. The next thing you see them come, the, the, the car pulls up back into the same drive, the driveway of the dining, the diner park a lot. They get out the car and they come back in the diner and they're like, you know, we got to do something, you know, because Freddie's going to get us. You know, we got to do something. We got to take, take charge now. We got to. You know, do something now. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it now. And they all jump back out the diner, jump back in the car, and they drive off. The next scene comes back. They pull back in the diner in the parking lot. They get out the car. They go in the diner. They say the same thing. They say, listen, man, phrasing the guess. We got to do something. We got to do something. But one of them say, wait, hold on one second. They say, does anybody see something odd happening here? Does anybody see something funny happening here? They say, we're doing the same shit. We're saying the same things because it's like, oh, okay, well, there's something going on that we don't, we don't see what's going on. There's some type of memory, something going on that we don't, you know, we've got to stop doing the same shit because we're doing the same shit. We're coming back to the same down, we're in the same car, we're doing the same thing, having the same conversation. <laughs> so it's just funny. And this is the whole realizing of the same fucking day you wake up, the same day today is a day, what we call Sunday, but this is the same day that you were born. There is no other day or changing of days. As I said, in order for time to exist, a day has to exist. And there is no changing of days. There's no changing of any day because there is no such thing as a day. So they see this cycle happening like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? And that's the funny thing about the reoccurrence, which is why that even gives even validation and even an understanding and reference to why some people may go crazy or be psychopaths or, you know, or psychologically unstable, or what you call insane. Because this is not based upon the brain understanding and reoccurrence constantly reappearing and this and that. It's also based upon the principle of not realizing the moment and that this is the same scenery all the time. Because I even ask nature, I, I, you know, I communicate with the energy of nature, and I'm saying, why don't you change like that? Why does it transform and just do this and turn different colors? You may grow and you may fall, and, you know, but you stay the same. Why is that? And what nature communicated back to me was that you don't understand. It's not about us changing. It's about you changing. So I said, oh, okay. It said, basically, we remain the same because you have to understand that you have to transform, not us. That's why we are governed to remain the same. So I said, oh, shit. I said, okay. All right. You know, so <laughs> these are the little things that hit me in certain ways that, you know, it just made sense in a no-making-sense kind of way. It had to go beyond the words and the expression for me to understand, you know, uh, it beyond itself, beyond the stuff it was uh, projecting to me. Okay? 
I want to share a little story with y'all. <laughs> okay. The next line is, the illusion of words like day, week, month, year, calendar, along with you believing you have something to do when that moment arrives, makes it seem as if time exists. Also, such things like birthdays, interviews, meetings, gatherings, holidays, etc. This validates the illusion of what we perceive and has been taught and trained to know as, quote, unquote, time, and that something has to happen later, or something will happen later, something will happen then and there. These things give the illusion of this word that we're touching upon today. See, and these are funny, these are things, there's nothing wrong with the holiday or an interview or your birthday or, you know, understand that I'm not saying there's anything wrong in that, you know, it's bad and it's negative and, you know, this is happening and, you know, what are you going to, no, I'm not getting into that. It hasn't going to do anything. I'm just saying that to look beyond the words and expressions, to look beyond the words that I'm using and utilizing to touch upon certain things or the word or the topic or the principle of what's at hand to understand the foundation of the structure of the word. What does the true understanding be underneath what we know as time? That's what this whole understanding is about. You see, things, so things like a nanosecond or a minute, hour, day, week, month, year, these are all basically just like fake measurements of something which can't be measured because it isn't solid or physical to even be measured. You can't measure time. You can't number time. Time cannot be numbered. But I also understand, I have understand of the human nature, humanity, because we have certain things that we want to do and, you know, there may be a certain time frame for this to happen or for that to occur, but it's all within the moment. Even if you create something right now and you invent something, even if you say it takes you an hour or a day or a week, you are still within that present moment creating that day, that hour, and that week. So there's nothing wrong with a day, an hour, or a week. But just realize, acknowledge that it's all happening within the moment, and what you call time actually only exists within the moment. That's all this is about. That's all this is about, Okay. Okay, um, next thing is, next line is, no such thing as time, only changes or changings of season and weather patterns and shifts in temperature, drops and peaks. Appearance determines time and reappearance as well. Once again, a cycle or cycling of some sort, a stilled standing or a standing of stillness. So weather, seasons, these patterns and these shifts in temperature, cold, cool, warm, hot, scorching, these things are a fluctuation 
and a changing pattern of things that appear in certain things as we call a temperature or as a season or a weather. And we say, okay, stuck around for this long. We're going to call this three months. Or and every time we see the sun and the moon, we're going to call that a day. Every time we see the moon, you consider it's officially a day. A day has passed. When the moon is, when the sun is coming, or the, the sun is making its appearance again, we officially call this a new day, or the next day, or the following day. But this is all just based on the word day and the months. It's all based upon what we just said, appearance and reappearance. Changes, shifts, drops, peaks. What we call season and weather and temperature. Even the word weather, W-E-A-T-H-E-R, is the same word as weather, W-H-E-T-H-E-R, whether or not, whether this, whether that. So even the word weather is saying a changing or a deciding or a choosing, a transforming, a redirecting. See sun, to see the sun. Sea and sun. Land and sky. See, even within the words, the very words that we use kind of gives you the evidence and the proof of what's underneath the words that are being used to describe what it's supposed to be supposedly describing. So once again, this is what we call, quote-unquote, Time or time passing or time from one time thing to another. There is no such thing. It all still happens within the moment. Without the moment, time wouldn't exist. There would be no such thing as past or history or anything or future, nothing. Without the present moment, without the now, without nowness, without being, without the moment. So what I'm saying is never redirect your attention away from the principle of moment. It's okay to deal with time and say this happened at this time and that happened at that time. It's fine. There's no problem with it. But just never take your attention off of what gives that reference. The moment right now in this podcast, this is a moment. And even if this is recorded and you hear this later or somebody hears this later or a year from now, two years from now, somewhere in the future, they're still listening to this happening right now in that moment, which is the only moment, which is the moment, which is now. There is no other moment. You cannot live anywhere else. You cannot be anywhere else. Don't try it. Okay? Next line is, <laughs> this realm is based on cycle or cycling which means it just goes in a circle, which means it does not go anywhere. It goes in a circle. A circle is like your pupil. I think you have a pupil because it's a cyclic nature. It's a dog chasing its tail. Is the dog going anywhere? You see a dog chasing its tail, is it going anywhere? No. It's going in a circle. Okay. So once again, this realm is based on cycle or cycling, which means it just goes in a circle. It's a circus, which means it does not go anywhere. 
In order for time to exist, you have to have somewhere to go. Distance and location would have to exist. And I touch upon that. I'm going to touch upon that a little bit later, distance and location, maybe in another episode, because I have something that I'm going to touch upon a certain subject, a topic, and it's called You Never Went Anywhere. But I'm going to save that little section for that when I touch upon it, maybe the next episode or one following after that. But it's based upon you never went anywhere. Where you're standing right now, where you're sitting right now is where you were born. And this deal is based upon the laws of attraction and you calling things to you and manifesting things to you, whether you know it or not. Okay? I have a little front section for that. We can touch upon that another time. But anyway, distance and location. So I was talking about before, locating yourself in the house. Or coming back to the store and going to the store, coming back to the house. You just change the scenery. You just transform. You just change your clothes and change the scenery. It's a change of scenery transformation which is based upon what we call time, once again. So in order for time to exist, you have to have somewhere to go. We just understood that this is a cycle or circle, a cycling. There's nowhere to go. So where are you going? Where have you went? Where did you go to? Where have you been? Nowhere but here. It's like time, distance. That doesn't exist, and the moment only exists. Where did you ever go? Distance and location, what is that? Okay, that's what that's based on. Okay, the next line is, mind recording and experience collecting gives the illusion of time. And we touched upon that before. But not mind recording. Well, you can say mind recording and the brain holding the record. We can say brain recording as well. Or brain holding the experience of the mind recording. And experience collecting gives the illusion of time. Because you can look back upon things. You can look back upon this morning what you ate for breakfast. You can look back upon last night what you ate for dinner. But it's still just a memory. It's still just a recording that you're looking back upon. And you can't look back upon that without the device of mind. Why? Because mind is of the moment. Why do you think mind and moment start with the letter M? And anytime you say the letter M, the up, the down, the up, the down, this wave, it's always a wave pattern. The constant drop and peak, the letter M itself, the capital letter M, or even the, the lowercase letter M, it's always a wave pattern. A drop, or a peak, a drop. A peak, a drop. It's a wave pattern. It's a wave of mind. You're just a part of a wave. And this wave picks up. What does a wave pick up in the beach? And the wave picks up shells. Sometimes you have crabs and different kinds of sea creatures inside the wave or the water or the beach or the land or the seas. These waves pick up things that that current, that strong current from the water waves pick up things that are from the floor of the ocean. You're just picking up things, but that wave keeps moving. It keeps on going. There's no collecting. The wave doesn't collect. It just picks up, throws out, and keeps on waving. That is what the mind is. What gets picked up along shore and gathered along shore is the brain. The beach is the body, which everything collected upon and stained upon. 
Like sometimes they clean beaches, right? They filter, they, they filter the beaches. They take all the stuff out, and sometimes they may take it away and build another beach or make it elongated into something else, which is what you're supposed to do with your brain and your body. The thing that is in the realm of time, not the mind. That's the whole point of even when people call becoming spiritual or becoming awake or aware. It's going back within your subconscious mind, re- reprogramming yourself to be how you want to be, not how you were brought up or, or taught to be. There's nothing against parents or family or anything. You know, we had to have a subconscious mind to build a conscious mind with, to have a conscious mind standing on. But becoming aware and awakening yourself is going back within that memory, going back within that recording to flush it out, to filter it out, to sift through it, to reorganize. This is why the moment is so precious. This is why being is so precious. This is why the present is such a value. This is why. This is what you utilize your consciousness with, to dive into your subconsciousness, to understand your unconsciousness, Going behind that, behind that, behind that, behind that, behind that, the constant receding, like I told you, spirituality, what I know is spirituality, what I've come to understand and experience it, is a constant receding. That's why I say it's beyond words and expression. This is what this whole thing is about. While we said it's beyond words and expression, it's behind the words, it's beyond the words, beyond what I'm saying. What are you getting from it? What are you perceiving from it? What are you extracting from what I'm explaining? Not the words, but what the words are giving, what is giving reference to the word, what the words are saying but aren't saying. Okay, this is how, how we'll tap into certain things, how we we'll tap into certain things. This is how we play here. Okay? Okay. The next line is physical transformation. Physical transformation gives a perceived reference to the illusion of time. If you fall for the look, for how you look, you'll never get to know what you are. If you dive too much into the who, you'll never understand and experience the what. Which is once again going beyond this look, beyond this image, beyond this embodiment, beyond this physical vehicle, beyond what's solid or solidity. Beyond this and beyond in this way of understanding what beyond is, beyond is actually receding. To recede. So beyond means recede. It doesn't mean to go further and forward and out there. There is no such thing. It's a receding process. That's what beyond means. Beyond words and expression is receding before the word. What is it that is giving life and validation and reference to this thing that we call word or this thing that we call expression? Okay? So I'll kind of touched upon that before. Physical transformation gives a perceived reference to the illusion of time. As you transform, you go from a baby to a child, to a preteen, to a teenager, to a young adult, to an adult, to a citizen, a citizen, to an elder, the elderly. You go through transformations and these, oh, my God, I'm getting old and this and that. You know, my birthday has passed and this, I'm this age old. And, you know, it gives the illusion of time or time has passed. But that's nothing but an accumulation and a gathering and a collecting of the experience. That's the mind storing all of what is watching and witnessing constantly inside the brain and the brain trickling it down to the body. 
And there's also, of course, the reference of what I call space and air. The more you breathe, the more you time. Okay, so let's go to the next line. The next line is, age is not time. Age and time are two different things that exist in two different spaces within one orbit or orbiting. This is what I touched upon before. Age is maturity. It's experiencing. It's not the accumulation. It's the accumulating, but not the accumulation. It's the collecting, but not the collected. That's the mind. Age is maturity. So you don't have to call it age. You can just call it maturity or experiencing or wisdom, becoming wise to the understanding of. That's what that word A-G-E means. The body is within time. So it's nothing, once again, time is just a collection. It's just an accumulation. It's just the bag that you're gathering the shells in and all the shells within that bag. That is the body or the embodiment. That is the brain. And this is what it's meant to do. The one orbit or the one orbiting, I was saying, the one orbit is you. The space that you want, this body, the space that this body is taking up, this, this, this void that this embodiment is making its space within space. It's creating a space within a space or an orbit. So time and age are two different things that exist within one orbit or one orbiting of self. Okay? Okay, not too many more. The next line is, you can either be of the time body, not subject to time, or as the time body, subject to the laws and boundaries of time and the time body. What I mean by that is wherever you put your attention at is what you are. You are wherever your attention is at. This is what you are. So if you are, if your attention is so much within your look and your image and of the time body, you are just an accumulated mind or an accumulated thing. That's how you think. That's how you live. You live in accumulation. You live as a collected thing. You don't live as a thing that is collecting or accumulating or gathering. As the time body is subject to the laws of is not being subject. I am of it, but I am not as it. There's a big difference between these words. Of is like, you know, I'm using this body as just a little way to get around, to navigate, you know, to certain places, do this and do that, to manifest this, to create that, to make this happen, to achieve that. Yeah, you can be of it and as it at the same time. But they are two different words which can mean two different things, which mean two different things. But they can be a team if you are aware of what you're doing, of what these things are and how you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're utilizing it. Use these pieces on the Monopoly board. Don't become the pieces moving from space to space. That's when you lose focus that you're actually the hand moving the pieces. <laughs> so always remember that you're the hand. Rolling the dice, moving the pieces. You're not the dice or the pieces or the game board or the spaces in which they're moving. You're not that. You can be both. As you can see, games, we just said, checkers, connect four, chess, 
Monopoly, etc. The video game that you play, you're the person on the screen that's doing this and doing that, but you're also, you know that you have a hand, you can pause the game at any time and go either go outside and come back to the game or you're not these things that you see on the screen. You're actually on your body, your life, your viewing, what you're alive with is actually your screen. This embodiment that you're walking around as and of is actually your player in the video game. You use this thing to create what you want to create, to manifest what you want to manifest. You don't become personal with it. You become principal with it. Like I say, don't take it personal. Take a principle. Because personal is feeling. The feeling is the reeling. It's the fooling. The feeling is the fooling. You're fooling yourself. You're fooling into yourself. You're filling this up. You're feeling. You're reeling. You're making this real. This is not real because it's real. It's real because that's what you direct your attention to. Where's your attention at? And if you put your attention on it, that means that you're not even the attention or you're not even it that the attention is on. You're something which can redirect your attention to something else. Where's your awareness at? Do you know what time is? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> Another word? Okay. Next line. A clock and watch is round or circular, symbolizing habit, repetition, repeating, cycling, recycling, being stuck in thought and memory or a recording or gathering or collection. This is a cyclic nature. But there's something that you are that isn't cyclic. It's something that is going along the circle. It can easily go into a spiral. It can easily come out that circle. It can go in directing. It can direct itself towards more center of the circle. It can leave the circle and become outer, the outer ring of the circle and become more and more wider. Outside of the circle that it keeps cycling as. Especially if you can witness and realize that the cycle occurring, that means that you're not the cycle to even begin with because if you were the cycle, you can't, you have no way of recognizing it because you are the cycle, because you are the circle. But for the very fact that you can realize and recognize this cycle or the circling or this habit means that you're not the cycling or the circle or the habit to begin with. So what are you? Where are you? That's where awareness, that's what awareness gives you. That's knowing that or becoming aware to that, you start to see what you truly are. Okay? Next line is, once again, like I said before, your pupil is round or round-like, a circle or circular implying cyclic thinking, putting that which isn't circular and which is radiating in all directions into a circle putting that which is everywhere into a location, quote-unquote. When I look at the sun and the moon, what we know is the sun and the moon, these, these two lights in the sky or these two lights that just float. Something told me, when I looked at it, I said, I think I told you this too as well, a conversation with somebody as well, somebody else as well with this, and I said, you know, I said, the sun is not a circle and the moon is not a circle. They looked at me like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, What's in the moon you looking at? You know what I'm saying? I see the circle up there. I see the, what are you talking about? 
I'm saying, well, since my pupil is made in this way where it's a circle, even something that may be a blast of light, I think that's a blast of light in the atmosphere. And because when I look at it, it has to go into a certain type of shape or circle in order for me to perceive it because my pupil is circular. So whatever I look at is going to create a shape to it, even though that has no shape and it never was a shape to begin with. That's an illusional shape. And that even validates even the signs when people say, you know, atoms are going all over the crate, all over the place and just, you know, they're exploding. But when you look at something, it goes into a form. As soon as you look at it, it goes into a certain kind of form or shape. So what we look at as shapes and forms, which is actually, you know, everything is looking for pure space anyway, majority of any, any object is space. So that means that that thing which you are holding, that thing which you are looking at is actually not something that can be held or looked at. It's actually going into a certain type of shape and a structure for you to hold it or to look at it or witness it. So once again, when I said your pupil is round or round like a circle or circular thing implying cyclic thinking, which is why you go into cyclic thought. You have habits that you're trying to break out of. These thought patterns that you want to not think of or stop, cease, and think of or ignore and let the thought pattern just keep going because you can't ignore thought. I mean, you can't stop thought. You can ignore it. You can suspend it and be somewhere else and let the thought cycle just happen, let the circus just happen. Let the twirling and the circling just keep going, but you don't have to direct your attention to it. You cannot stop mind. You cannot stop thought. You can redirect your attention from it. See, so that's why I said before, around like a circular implying psychic thinking, putting that which isn't a circular or that which isn't circular and which is radiating in all directions. Radiation, radiating. Radiation is not a bad thing. You are radiating things. If you look at the word time, Time backwards is the word emit. Definition of emit is to produce or discharge gas or radiation. To make, issue formally and with authority. Put into circulation, especially currency. This is what the definition of emit is, which is the exact word as time backwards. You emit. There's no such thing as time. You're just emitting. You're taking in this, this view, this experience. You're producing something within you, and you're discharging outwardly. You're radiating outwardly. You're creating your reality, which is what I touched upon before in the episode of attention, or the one before this that was based upon at the moment. But basically, you are making this reality. It's something that can be put into circulation. Does it mean so if emit is something that can be put into circulation, it means that to emit or time isn't really, I mean, emit isn't a circle. Time is a circling. Emit is not. You are emitting. You are not in time. This vehicle is within a time cycle, this embodiment, this skin suit is within Time, not what you are, truly are. For the very fact, how do you know that? Because the very fact you can witness time, you can even talk about time. We're building upon the, the concept of time, which means that I can't be time. I can describe it, I can explain it, I can experience it. I can perceive it in a certain way. 
but I'm not it. Because I can realize and recognize it. That's why. Nothing else. Okay? The next line is, time is the before, the then, the now, the next, the after, the later, and the beyond. So how can you encapsulate and define the understanding and experience of quote-unquote time as one thing in place? It's everything and everywhere and anywhere and nowhere. Everything and nothing. How can you measure this? Once again, like I said, there's nothing wrong with having a date to do something or a job interview or having a job or, you know, a birthday or a holiday because that's just human nature. We have certain things that we use within this thing called existence or being live within the moment. And we say, okay, that weather happened, that season happened, we'll call this that holiday, we'll call this that event, we'll call this that day and this day and that day. During this time, we celebrated this. During that time, that happened, so we accomplished that. And, you know, having these little markings or these indications of little time periods, quote-unquote time periods, nothing will write to it. All I'm saying is this is based upon what gives validation to that thing that we are marking and playing with and indicating and playing in this little toy chest with these toys of these words. It's something that cannot be measured. It can only be witnessed and experienced within the live moment, the present moment, the present liveness. Okay? Next thing is, next line is, words like plans, goals, and achievements support the illusion of quote-unquote time. The phrases like, there being a time for this or that, or what time were you going? What time does it open? What time does it start? I don't have time. I may have time for this or that, etc. This language that we use validates the illusion of time. It supports the illusion of time, as if time is real. But like I said before, there is no such thing as it without a moment. So what we call time is really just a moment. There is nothing else. But these, these words, how we use these, these phrases that we use to communicate and say things gives the illusion of a timeline or a history. There's nothing wrong with history. There's nothing wrong with the past. Whatever you want to call it as a history or past. There's nothing wrong with these things. But go beyond these words. Go beyond these expressions. That's the point here. Okay, <clears throat> next line is, without happenings and occurrences, what we know as time wouldn't exist and couldn't exist. So time is just different things happening and occurring, changing and transforming. Once again, like we touched upon before, again, without happenings and occurrences, there would be no such word or such understanding of what we know and call and label and title as time. Things have to happen. Things have to occur. That's how we mark dates or mark things that happen or will happen or has happened or is happening. 
So once again, it's about looking at the foundation of the structure of words or the structure of definition that we use to detail something, to say something is something. This something wouldn't be something without the principles of happening and occurrence or happen and occurrence. And happen and occurrence can only exist within the moment because it has to be experienced within the present moment. It has to be within somewhere within the now moment for that thing to have happened or that to have occurred at that time. So happening and occurrence is of great significance and great relevance to the understanding of what we're touching upon today, of the moment and how powerful the moment is and what a moment truly is. Okay. Um, the next line is, you can be in the present moment and say you're going to die, quote, unquote, later. But even when you die, quote, unquote, later, isn't that later death still happening within the present now moment? <laughs> so this is why life, another, another way of understanding why they call life and death or appearance and disappearance, what I call it, is the same damn thing. You were born within the moment, you die within the moment. The moment is the mommy and daddy of all things. The presence is all that there is. The here and now is all that there can ever be. This is probably why that song by Luther Vandross, Here and Now, it's one of my family members' uh, favorite songs. That's probably why that song had so much... Uh, influence and inspiration of people why they like that song more of a spiritual understanding of what it is beyond what their humanity how they were taken and how it sounded it was so nice you know how it was made and at that moment it came out at the right time at the right moment it came out plus that's just such a popular song at one time Here and Now by Luther Vandross I'm just, I'm just looking back at the word Time, you know, time also is related to the word tomb, T-O-M-B. You know, tomb, definition of tomb is a large underground vault, burying, a burying of death, a monument to the memory of a dead person. So if you think that you're in time, you're a dead person. You're operating and functioning and living as a dead being. It says within the definition, a monument to the memory of a dead person. The memory that I just touched upon before, memory, is what you know as time. Time is just based upon what you call a timeline or time span or time span. It's just based upon memory and accumulation, a collection, a gathered thing. But this gathered thing wouldn't be anything without the thing that is gathering it. What is supporting that? And what is supporting that? And what is supporting that? What gives reference to that? What gives reference to that? What is the foundation of that? What is the foundation of that? That's the whole understanding of what principle is or, prince or the understanding of principality. That's what it's about. Tame is also related to the word, time is also related to the word tame. 
tame is domestication, predictable. You can predict something because at this time you kept that memory, that past, and that accumulation of something, that recording you had, and you can say, you can figure out when you're going to do it again. Or your birthday, my birthday was there on this time, so during this time, I guess it's my other birthday, my next birthday will be this time or whatever, you know. So all these things are interconnected into each other. And it means the same thing. A damn illusion. Memory. Death. The body and brain dies, not the mind. And you're not even the mind either. I'm not going to go into that right now, but you're not the mind either. There's something behind that. How do you want to say that? Because for the very fact that you can recognize mind, it means that you're not it. And mind is a thing just chilling, going through this experience and storing time in the brain and storing time within the body. Okay? Next thing is, next line is, your feelings and emotions and thoughts determine the speed and pace of your perceived time. This is another way to determine what time is. Your feelings and emotions determine the speed and pace of your perceived time and your thoughts. Sadness and depression, time goes slow. Happiness and love, time goes quick. Joy and bliss, it's like time doesn't even exist. When you're in these states and these energies and these feelings and these emotions at these certain times, don't you notice how quick or how slow time may be within that moment? Because the moment, even the moment can tell you what time is, what you want to call as time. Within that moment, how are you feeling? How are you thinking? What are you going through? What's going on? Don't get, okay, now you're in your thoughts and your feelings and emotion, but now come out that for a minute. Go behind that. Receive behind that. Now look at how the time cycle was going, how the time is moving. You're miserable. It's going by slowly. Sad and depressed, same thing. But when you're happy and you're loving, you're in a loving relationship, you can't wait to see that person again. You can't wait to do something for him or do something for her. When you're together and loving the moment and cherishing and embracing the moment, it's like, damn, time, the day is over already. You got to go home? I'm going to drop you off home. Like, damn, the day is over too quick. Sometimes you feel like you need more hours within one day. Sometimes you wish the sun or the moon have more time and space before they reappeared again. <laughs> you see, so time is something that doesn't exist in the sense that we perceive it, but it's something that you can... You can utilize it as a tie, as a tool, something you can play with. You can extend it or you can make it shorter, depending on your feelings and your emotions, because that determines the speed and pace of your perceived time cycle, time cycling. And like I said, when you're joyful and blissful, you don't even give a damn if time exists. You don't care. Because it's irrelevant to you. You don't think about it. Something to think about. Sometimes you're like, damn, where did the time go? What I say is all that time spent, it's like where has the time went? 
all that time spent. And now I'm like, where the time went? See? <clears throat> so, next line is, a few more lines. It's something which never runs out because it just is without any real identification and explanation to it and about it, not in the way that most minds or some minds perceive it to be. It's something which can never run out. It is not a quantity. It is not something that is of solidity. It's not something physical. It's not something which is gathered like that to that understanding. It's not something you can hold and possess. So it doesn't run out because there's no uh, amount of it. It's just a thing. That's what I'm saying. It's just a thing. Go beyond what you have been taught and trained to understand what time is and look beyond that veil. We see behind that and before that and prior to that, the, the prequel to that. Okay. Well, the prequel, because I'm going to have movies and they have sequels and then this new thing, now they have prequels, which is the story of, you know, what Iron Man did and the story of where he came from before and how he became who he became. And, you know, it's, it's like they have that movie, The Joker. They have the Batman movie, then you have you know, Dark Knight and how he's insane, doing more stuff and how he became that way. And then they have the psychological understanding of the Joker, which is the new Joker movie. Or well, this other Joker, the, the latest Joker movie, pardon me, that came out. I think the actor's name is Jacqueline Phoenix or something like that. But that's, yeah, River, River Phoenix's brother. But he's playing the psychological part before the joke even put the makeup on. So they keep having this prequel, which is actually symbolic of the receding, spiritual. The that before that, the that before that, and the that before that, and the that before that, and so on. That's what this whole thing is about, the receding, getting back to that subconscious and finding out that that subconscious has an unconscious behind it, and understanding and embracing everything all in one as that. Okay? So the next line is, when people say, oh, people are waking up now, or you're finally doing what you said you wanted to do or complete or accomplish, that's just an example of the present moment being that you innately are and really are taking advantage of the only thing it is and can only be, which is its moment. So basically what I'm saying is it's just a moment being being. It's just a moment utilizing its moment. So you are a moment being, or a being which is moment. So it's a moment being utilizing its moment. It's a moment being utilizing its being moment. So in other words, it's like the live embracing its liveliness. Because another understanding for present or the now or the moment is actually life, which is why I say, is this life? They say, is this life? I say, no, this ain't life. This is just called life. I don't, I don't call it life. I call it life, being life. I am life right now. I'm live. You're live. We're live. This is life. So if you don't want to use the word now or the word presence or present or the word moment, Utilize the word live. Okay? So this is just a moment, realizing its moment, and taking advantage of its moment, utilizing its moment. The liveliness, embracing its liveliness. 
That's what that means. If people are waking up, well, you're finally doing what you told, what you, what you said you wanted to do and complete, and what you said you wanted to accomplish. That's just a being or a person, the principle of that personality embracing its principality. That's what that means when you see that or become witness to that or know that or all that. Okay, so they're not going through a time and creating this and creating that. They're actually just embracing their moment. They're the moment embracing their moment. So that's what that's, that's what that's an example of. When you see that or witness that or read about that or look at that or watch that or see that or know of that or all that, that's what that is. And the next line is, time isn't passing, quote, unquote. You're just an accumulating and collecting. So basically, you are a blank disc or a blank tape filling in your record. A, a recording button pressed in and stuck on record, that is what you are. So, quote-unquote, time isn't, quote-unquote, passing. There is no passing of time. You're just accumulating and collecting. Like you put a blank disc in or a blank tape or a blank CD, whatever, you want to record a sound or a song or a movie. You are just that blank disc. And say you record something on a blank CD, and it's like pulling out the CD after you record it and then putting the CD in something else to hear what you recorded, and there's nothing there. You're like, damn, I just recorded the whole movie on this blank CD. Why well, I just put it in this other system and I'll, I'll press play and there's nothing even recorded. That's what the mind is. But if you take that CD out from recording the movie and you put it into another thing and the movie plays, that's what the brain is. And the body. But you're nothing but a blank disc or a blank CD or a blank tape filling in your record within a phenomenon called the experience being what you know as life, the principle of the moment, not time. The next line is, you don't have, quote, unquote, time to kill because time itself is the killing, <laughs> the killing of you. Killing is also related to the word calling. It's the calling of you to yourself. This time is nothing but creation and destruction, appearance and disappearance. It's just a cycle which has to be in place in order for you to return back to yourself. This is what I touched upon, I think, in the episode of Creation and Destruction. You know, so this thing is time or the cycle is just nothing but the ridding of you. It's ridding itself. It's the disappearing of you. It has to be here. Just like you enter into a doorway, you have to have an exit of the doorway. So the same door you enter into is the same door that you exit out of. Okay, that's, that's what that right there is basically based upon primarily, what I'm touching upon right there. Okay. There's no ending to time because there's no beginning to it. This is the next line. There's no ending of time because there's no beginning to it. When they say in the beginning of time, blah, 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 blah. who are you to even tell me that you know what the beginning of time is. So when, basically, when they say the beginning of time, that just means the beginning of your appearance, your first appearance, your first impression. That's the beginning, quote-unquote, of time. 
there's no other thing before that. And they don't know what the hell the beginning of time is because they don't know any ending of time. There's no beginning and there's no ending. It just is. Period. Don't let your logical mind, rational mind, figuring, calculating mind trying to get into it because it's going to drive you insane. You're going to drive yourself insane. You just have a certain type of foundation, understanding to the structure of what's being, of what is existing, what's going on with the experience. That's it. Nobody is superior or inferior to anyone. If it takes someone one week to accomplish something that you take one year to accomplish, in the understanding of the principle of a moment, there is no difference between the two individuals that accomplish something they set to do. Because regardless whether it's, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 years and the goals were accomplished between both, someone takes 10 minutes, the other one takes 10 years, both accomplishments happen within the moment. So there's none of this inferiority or superiority kind of play in mind with, you know, damn, they did that in like in 10 days. It took me about five years to do that, what they did in 10 days. You know, it's like, right. That's just an example of someone embracing their moment or being embracing its moment, utilizing its moment, recognizing its moment, realizing its moment, being within and engulfed within its moment. But even though you accomplish something within four weeks and they accomplished it within two hours. There's nothing different between you and him or you and her or them and you. Why? Because they accomplished it within the moment. It's like you accomplished it within the moment and there's no such thing as time. Period. That's why that kills the whole concept and understanding and perception of what we know and call as quote-unquote time. There is no time without the moment. Okay. Basically, just understand that what this podcast is about, you know, keep in mind that these principles that I build on, that we build upon, that we touch upon from topic to topic, every topic or every principle that I build upon, that we build upon throughout the episodes is just like body pieces to put together to create, like, you know, the embodiment of an understanding of this experience as a whole. It's not for me or for her or for us to put together by ourselves or by myself. It's for you to put together on your own according to how this reality communicates to you and through you. So these topics we touch upon, this and that, and principles that I may build upon, it's not something, it's, it's not something I have to put together for you. It's something that you have to put together for yourself. And being that you're even listening or giving us a podcast attention is a validation that me talking is you because you relate with it. You connect to it. You can associate it within your reality. I'm sure what you say as well makes sense to me as well. This is what this whole thing is about building, listening, understanding, talking, communicating, conversing, etc. So just keep in mind that I'm building upon principles, these topics I'm touching upon from episode to episode. It's not me teaching or telling you what is. It's me. It's even me trying to figure out what the hell this thing is about. But I can break it down in sections and categories and different parts, like body pieces, and I can look back upon this maybe sometime in the near future moment 
and put together an embodiment of understanding. These are body pieces. These are lungs. These are organs. These are veins. These are blood. This is blood. These are cells. These are atoms, electrons, neutrons, protons. We're creating a body of an understanding of this experience, dealing with principle to principle, topic to topic, episode to episode. But none of this within this so-called, quote-unquote, time span or time frame that these episodes have been created can never be valid or exist without first the moment being present. Yeah. Shut up for a quick minute. What's going on? Speaking of um, time and things flying by, uh, I was just looking at um, the count that we have so far. (laughs) It's almost um, two hours. And to me, it didn't feel that way, Um, just being present, you know, to everything. Um, wow, yeah. Before I say anything, um, we do have a couple of callers on the line. If you would like to speak, feel free to hit star six, and then we'll um, unmute your line. But, um, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't have too much to say with this um, episode, I feel like you really wrapped it up, uh, unwrapped it, you know, fully. And um, there were a couple of things that that came to mind otherwise. Um, you know, when you were talking about how you know, one person might take a certain amount of time to do something in particular, and then someone else might take a certain amount of time. Otherwise, um, I feel like it relates back to what you mentioned about, um, you know, just having things in your own perspective, seeing things um, from your own perception or or just um being open in your perception um you know cuz it it reminded me of this um you know the saying like everyone has their moment in the sun huh. and you know or their time in the sun and you know who who else can tell you what the moment is for you or um you know, how it relates or is relevant to you. Um, the experience is not for comparison. You know, it's, it's really just for living now, like you said. Um, you know, that's really how you, that's really how you maximize the moment or, or take full advantage of the moment because then it's like giving it away. Otherwise, you know, you're just, um, you know, who knows, maybe that's what you you intend to do, but um, most of the time I don't think people intend to just um, deprive themselves of a moment of living, you know. So it kind of yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. 
Um, mm. Otherwise, um, I also think um, what you mentioned about going beyond the look of something um, and experiencing what it actually is, I think that's an important um, aspect as well as far as, you know, engaging with people and things and even yourself or uh, whatever it is. Um, Sometimes people get caught up in what things seem to be um, presented as, but um, if you never, if you never take the time to um, really get to know the thing, then you never, you really never will know it. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, like you. You mentioned it's the the now the um, opening of the thing. Um, let's see, there were a couple other things. Um, I really enjoyed listening to um, to you talk about you know your experience with um, communicating with nature and and the way that you did. Um, I know we had talked about it before, but um, it's just something, you know, where you mentioned, um, you know, nature says, you know, you have to change rather than, um, you know, <laughs> it stays the same and, and you have to change through mm-hmm. life. I think that um, it's so relevant because, you know everything um it's like you mentioned people get caught up in cycles and um and then when when things uh come in i i think you mentioned like obstacles um and other things come in to kind of disrupt that um and also to help you to see. Um, you know, that's where you really, that's where you really see, uh, what, what things kind of mean, um, in your experience. And Mm -hmm. those are, um, (laughs) without using the word time, (laughs) oh, I guess, I guess I'll say, you know, times of, um, or key points that people really highlight in their own experiences and lives, you know, um, just those, those things where it's like a, a breakthrough. Um, Cause it's funny. It's like, um, it reminds me of like a, a comic strip or something where, you know, the, um, Oh, and like the movie that you mentioned too. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, like the the funnies, you know, where you you look at the the comic and, you know, they've drawn the same picture, um, however many times. But it's like those those distinct little things that um, kind of make it make things stand out um, 
within the whole yeah. sameness. Um, yeah. Definitely a stillness or something. Yeah. It's a stillness to it. It's, same time as looking like the, the illusion of movement or animation. Animation is actually stillness. So, at the same time as seeing something animating through a cartoon or something like that, definitely, yes, you know, those are still pictures. So, animation is cool to understand, but also understand what gives us reference or the foundation or validation for that which we perceive as animation. Stillness. So there's something that right. is still, there's something that, is, that doesn't go anywhere, that just is and always has been. And that basically refers to the moment. No matter how much time, quote-unquote, passes, quote-unquote, or time spent or timeline or history or your past, understand that there's this, re, this reoccurring stillness that remains still even throughout what you think is movement or, or accumulation or accumulating or time going or passing or moving. There is really no moving with certain principles. You know, principles are like, are like stubborn things. If you were to put a personality or description to what a principle is, it's a stubborn thing. It doesn't move, it doesn't change, it doesn't go anywhere. It just is as it is. And we perceive the illusion of change and transformation. And, but, you know, like I said, you know, it's just the underlying proceedings of these things, <clears throat> the least common denomination of what these things stand on, what these fractions stand on, what these numbers built upon. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I think... um that kind of brought to mind, um, you know, your mention of taking things outside of the personal to reflect on the principle. Um, hearing you speak on just, um, you know, the, the sameness of things um, over time, that kind of, you know, that reminded me of, like, family members and people and things in your life that stay the same or have been um, a certain way, but you so-called grow up, you know, and mature like you were saying and, and just are able to um, to see the thing as principle and um, to see what, what that establishment of um, the thing or person staying the same um, kind of expressed or helped you to um, like develop um, develop a perception of you know in in that situation or over time um, going back to those same places going back and interacting with those same people in a similar type of way for however long, you know, it creates a um, it creates a space for you to observe. And I think that's um, such an interesting thing. But, I um, said that too, interaction, observing, touch upon those two words at the moment. Like I said before, the website is currently getting developed as we speak within a moment. And on the website, there also will be YouTube channels as well for the listeners, people tuned in. Um, 
as I talk, as we build upon the podcast verbally, there will be certain visual content as well on the website and on YouTube very soon, you know, in a future moment. There will, um, whereas I'm discussing and I'm talking like this, but it's also, and at the same time, you are observing and listening to what's going on and attentive to this present moment during these podcast sessions and these episodes, was also valid and of, of great reference and you know, great significance is also conversing with other people as well on certain topics as well. Certain things just come to mind within the moment on certain things. And um, that's another natural orbit to... Uh, that's another natural orbit that I will be witnessing by y'all to be in conversion with other people through phone call, through present, you know, present interview with somebody there in person. So at the same time talking on the podcast over this mic on these episodes, um, um, it will become visual. Whereas I'm communicating with somebody or somebody's interviewing me or I'm just talking and conversing with people and building on certain topics, subjects at hand. So at the same time I'm able to talk, I have to be able to converse with other people as well. My natural platform is conversing with people because, like, you know, I've talked with her for many years, other co-hosts, and we and I've talked for a lot of times over the phone conversation because I'm used to conversing. I'm used to, I'm not used to actually touching upon topics one by one, like this, like how I've been doing, formatting, finding certain formats and certain ways of how to go about things and the customs of how to, you know, um, be, be within a podcast or episode by episode, which is why if you look at the first and second episode, it was just touching upon random shit. And I was just talking about this, and I was talking about that, and she was bringing this up, she was talking about this, she was talking about that, and we were just bouncing back and forth because that's how I naturally communicate. It comes to me within the moment. Everything, the channels, what you call channels and tapping into these things, this is all tapped into within the moment. The moment is very valid even within that understanding because being within the moment gives you access to all knowing within time and beyond time. See, and even beyond time will validate that as well, that even some people may listen to this in the future sometimes, the future moment. I mean, some people now that are in different time zones, different places around this reality, they're on different time zones. Right now, we got the sun still in the air. It might be the moon in the air somewhere else. So me talking within this present moment also touches and reaches upon many different time zones, So, which means I'm in time, within time, and beyond time because I'm channeling and tapping into something within the moment. This is also understanding about what the moment is. This is a great understanding about what this is. So at the same time talking and we're talking through the podcast and you just hear us verbally, seeing me or seeing us visually, seeing something visually also matters as well because audio audience and clairvoyance, hear and see. This is what validates the ears and eyes, the mind, the face, the head that is on the body. So that will also be seen as well and be witnessed as well by those that will attend witnessing it or watching it or looking at it or being attentive to it. Both things matter. Both worlds are relevant. You know, so that's why we're giving you the visual on the website as well and the YouTube channel as well. And um, that will be coming very, very soon. It's actually being worked on as we speak. So, but, you know, you create an entity and the entity keeps on growing. You know, you find that you you think you're doing something, but actually, 
you know, this is doing something and, you know, you create something and now it wants to be created. You know, you put an energy out there and that energy is like, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, expand me, expand me, expand me, enhance me, enhance me, grow me, grow me. And this is what it's about. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point that you have built upon. You said, I don't know, I don't want to say time, but I want to say key points. That was a perfect description. This is exactly the whole point of this podcast. is going beyond the words and, you know, an expression, but in a way expressing or creating something else to define that which is invisible or that which is intangible, that which is so real, that which is known, but you just don't know how to put it into a word. Find that word to define your reality. That's why I'm glad you said key points because so I don't want to say time. I want to say key points, and that was perfect because you're defining something but not using the regular traditional language of defining it because this traditional language or these socially accepted words are attached to movies, to books, to shows, to this physical way of understanding it when it's actually not even physical. You know, it's behind that. It's the principle. It's not about the personal. It's about the principle. So I'm glad you went beyond that personal and tapped into that principle and said, okay, now nah, I'm not calling it that. I'm going to call that shit something else. And that's exactly what this whole thing is about. Define your reality as much to a T as possible without using the words that you were trained and taught to use to describe that. Make up your own language if you want to. Who gives a shit? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I made my own language. Me and my cousin Josh, we made our own language before. <laughs> About how to describe certain things and create certain vibrations. You know, you can bring a vibration. Hell, you know, the R or the, you know, whatever you want, the rolling of the tongue or the vibrating of the throat and different sounds. and Define this however you feel like defining it. And maybe if you want to use some of the words out the dictionary or the English language, that's cool too, whatever. Language is ours. Everything is ours. Use whatever you choose to define your reality, but just make sure that you describe it and define it and detail it to a T according to how real it is to you, not just using a word that you were taught. I'm saying that if you have words that you were taught, use something else, another taught word besides the popular words that are used to define what you're trying to describe. That's what this is about. So just like I'm talking like this and she's talking like this and we're conversing back and forth in front of an audience, this is how I'm just talking. Like she know I curse like a motherfucker. I just, I'm just in the moment. I'm just talking about a lot of shit in the moment. Just getting building on certain things and I go from A to Z and from Z to M and from M to Z. I go off, bounce back and forth because this is what I'm used to. So this is a part of me that you will witness on the website and on YouTube and on other ventures and other websites. This is branching out. This is veining out into something else. This entity is becoming some type of organism that it needs to be fed, and that feeding is the attention or the investing and the intention into what we're creating. This is the growth. This is the food. This is what it is. So you're going to see me in my natural state. I'm talking to somebody, and we're talking, or whoever I'm talking to. That's in my natural state. This podcast is something new to me. <laughs> I'm having fun with it. Absolutely. I love it. But like I said, it's just something to, you know, create format on and, you know, to understand the customs of and, you know, going about it and just having fun with y'all, man. You know, it's just hopefully, you know, you're having fun with this moment as well, enjoying the experience as, we, you know, as it unfolds and unravels to you. 
and unravels to me as well, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to um, say, like, two more things based on what you say. Um, so, yeah, definitely, um, you know, that's something that I feel like is or has been important to me uh, for a while just as far as, um, you know, using words that that fit. Like I'm always looking for, for something um, that might express what I'm looking to um to express um in the clearest way that I can, you know. And I think that just taking a moment to reflect on what's coming to you, um you know, it it um does something nice for the creativity. It does something, you know, for the brain for um you know, it's I think it's it's part of a gift, you know. I think it's um it just it it gives back to the experience of whatever you're experiencing. Um you know, it's it's like if you're if you have the opportunity to speak on something then why not, you know, speak your um speak in the the most uh See, I don't even want to say reflective, but like um the most resonant way that that yeah. you you can, you know. So um you know, why use why use some box word like <laughs> if you if you can if you can use something that really um fits, why not make it custom, you know? Why but not? um why not? but um there was uh oh so this is something that I thought of earlier when you were talking about um you know it was funny because um you were talking about omitting and um and change yeah emit okay um you know, it reminded me of the manifesting thing and um and just in general, you know, last episode and um and then the the currency aspect, you know, um I was also thinking of um of money for some reason I was thinking of um you know, as far as they have the saying, um, like where if you don't if you don't, um, gosh, it's like if you don't know where it goes, you'll wonder where it went or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, like I was I was working on, um, you know, I've been working on keeping track of what comes to me. And as far as, like, even if it's not, like, dollar amount things that come to me it's the value of things that come to me like I'll get free stuff sometimes and or like close to free and um you know sometimes it's just fun to keep track of that kind of thing and I think sometimes with um 
certain certain things that occur. You know, you might not feel like you have um, enough of things or whatever it might be. And um, I'm always reminded that, you know, there's plenty. You know, there's always enough. There's always um, more than what I think and more than what I imagine. So sometimes that practice can kind of um, reflect that reality. So, um, you know, it just... It just reminded me of that, um, you know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think it's it's a fun thing to do, but it's also um, something 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 for the mind. I think that if you um, if you're aware of the time that you have or uh, the moments that you have, like what are you doing in the moments that are present with you, you know, um, Mm. you know, what you're doing, what you're spending your time doing, um, you know, you'll see that you, you actually do have a little more than you think. So just kind of wanted to mention that. I didn't know how I was going to mention that because it was like, it was just like a couple words that came to me when you were speaking and I'm like, well, I don't even know how this ties in exactly, but I feel it. And I know like, (laughs) you know, I know pieces of it, but um, Mm -hmm. that's all I had to say. But um, thank you for everyone tuning in as long as you have, like, like we mentioned, if you have anything that you want to add to the conversation, feel free. Um, And otherwise I think, you know, yeah, we're going to be doing, like, uh, different components of the podcast um, visually, like Blue mentioned, um, uh, what is it, like, live and then also recording. So stay tuned. And I, I don't know if you had anything That was a good thing. 74, I was going to say at the beginning when you said that, um, you know, it's like, wow, you know, we're on a two-hour mark again. Mm-hmm. That's a two-hour mark. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, being in the moment, time zooms. So that's another utilization of the moment, you know, being within the moment. If you're in golf within the moment, it's like time doesn't exist once again. You know, that's why sometimes it'd be like two hours, two or more, whatever. I'm like, damn, that shit for like five minutes. Because... Right. No, I'm not even giving attention to what time is. I don't even care what that is. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm within the moment. So also another tool, cool thing when utilizing the moment is you're not concerned with time and you're actually engulfed within the moment. You're doing what you feel needs to be done or wants to be done and accomplishing it. So that's another, uh, you know, enhancing of self you can utilize with the tool of moment being within the moment. You are the God of time. There's no such thing as time outside or time. No. You are the God and Goddess or the being or the master or the divinity of your own perception of time. You are. You create what time is. There's no such thing as a thing of time or this is time and that is time and that is what time is and this is what time means. No. 
Time is according to your feelings and your emotions and your perceptions and your thoughts. That is where time exists at. That's where it exists at. Nowhere else. You are the God or the G-O-D, if you want to use that word, of your own perception and encapsulation of time. You create your time. You make your time. But you can only do it within the moment. <laughs> yes. Not exactly. That's the whole fucking key about it. That's so funny. Okay, I'm just gonna mention one more thing because yeah. <laughs> I feel like you had um you mentioned something earlier and that was what came to mind. Like I had wrote a note on it and I forgot. I wasn't gonna say it because I forgot. But um. Yeah, I just wanted to share a quick um, thought on that, like an experience that I had. Um, You know, as far as you were talking about time and tame um, domestication and um, gathering and things like that. I just want to say this right here. Keep that thought right there. I just want to say this. Time is not something that you live with, and time is something that you create. I just wanted to say that. Good. Yeah. It really is because, um, you know, reflecting on the outside world, um, when I say that I mean um, you going outside of yourself to uh, or so-called outside of yourself, um, engaging in an experience elsewhere, whatever, um, whether you have to go to, say, work or an appointment or whatever you're doing, um, engaging with others, at a certain time, you know, I feel like I struggle with that sometimes, but, um, you know, I think it's, it's also, um, that form of, you know, taming something, (laughs) you know, going out and, um, and having to, to do things in a certain frame. But, um, at the same time, when I think of that, um, you know, I I have practiced some things um, recently relating to time and, um, you know, just taking my time, like really um, honoring whatever needs to occur in whatever moment and just being present to whatever moment um, and whatever comes in that span and space and, uh, just giving giving back to whatever it is. So with that, um, I also found that I received more from um, honoring whatever space I was in for that time. Um, so, like, if I had to be somewhere, say, 7 o'clock, um, things might be running however they're running, Um and, you know, just, um, I don't know, just honoring the things that are occurring in that space um, and acceptance rather than, oh, man, goodness, blah, 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 you know, whatever it is, without all that extra, um, just be with it. And then, you know, it's it's funny what, what will happen. I don't know um, 
how that might resonate with with others um or if it does but um i find that when i take my time to gather myself i feel like i'm really gathering myself before i leave to go out amongst anybody um in any way if i'm engaging with someone um i feel like i have to gather my mind gather myself whatever and then i can truly be present to whatever it is so don't feel bad if if that's the case just be honest <laughs> you know but um yeah and and see what comes up but uh that's all i wanted to say i definitely um agree you know you create time that's it um yeah. that's all that's, but yeah, that's real, that's real stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, no, not first that. I'm like, oh, shit, like wait, because like, you know, I started dealing with, you know, understanding what feelings, and emotions. When I'm like, I see when I was happy, time zone. I see when I was mad or depressed, or sad at certain times. It was going by so slow, and I've witnessed this, and I came to the realization, understanding, and recognition. I'm like, oh shit, we found out that I am the creator of my own time. And that shit hit me instantly. I knew it. I knew it automatically. If you think about it, you're the body, the brain, or this, you know, you project, you, you are projected as this embodiment and this brain thing. And it's like, okay, since I'm moving at and animating as this thing, and this thing is governed within time, is there something saying that I create my own time? <laughs> no. Like appearance or an experience is not really something that's based on the time cycle. It's just an experience. Experience is not time. Experience is just an experience. It's just an appearance. But you are the time body. The body and the brain is within time, not the mind. So, like I said, this receding and understanding of certain shit has brought me to this conclusion. Understand these concepts of these workings and these principles that function and how they function and operate at these times. But I had to veer away from this personality to understand the principality of this existence, which means I had to stop taking myself personal. At some point, I had to, you know, we go through personal shit, of course, you know, human shit, you know, we go through shit, we get mad till the day, you know, I'm a, you know, aware and conscious, doesn't mean shit, doesn't mean I'm not human, you know what I'm saying, doesn't mean I don't like my M&Ms and I want them, <laughs> whatever I want, you know, I want to get mad, I want to get mad, I want to get happy, I want to get happy. But it doesn't mean because you're spiritual that you're all of, you know, all of a sudden meditating all day and humble. No, that's not what that means. That's not what that means. Uh, so, you know, I have my own take on it. But it's not something, my own take, where I'm reading it and I'm looking at somebody else say it and I'm regurgitating it. No. I can listen to people. Right. Everybody I've ever listened to, whether it be elders, you know, ancestors, I've looked, you know, certain things I've read upon, mythology, history, ancestry, whatever may be, attended lectures, dealt with the elders, the metaphysicians, the occultists, anybody. I've always had something I agree with them about, and I always disagree with them. And this disagreeing is not saying that they're wrong. It's saying that something within myself is saying, wake up, nigga, like, we know what we know. It's not saying anything wrong about them or incorrect about what they're teaching or what they're showing or sharing. It's saying something within me that, listen, we have all the answers that we need as well, nigga. 
We have all the questions, and we have all the answers that we need as well. So whatever questions you may have, whatever answers you think you're getting from outside, just understand that I am the question and answer vehicle, that we are the question and answer vehicle. We can create our own perception. All you got to do is just be aware and be within the moment. I got you. Right. It means that you're not dead. <laughs> you know, you're not worshiping your life. So, Basically. Um, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. That um, disagreement is... So I'm sorry for holding you on for, you know, I don't know how long, you know, people are hung up right now, people probably still listening or whatever, but this is in my natural element. Like, I converse. I talk well for hours. We talk back and forth for fucking hours. This is in my natural element, what I'm used to doing. I'm not used to breaking down topic by topic about certain subject in the podcast episodes, but I'm learning the format of it. And because I can adapt and adjust to anything because I'm not this thing, I can do that. So, but this is the natural element of how this even created, how this podcast was created based upon just conversations like this, you know, with her, with other, you know, other people that I've built upon as well, my cousins, you know, other other individuals, other beings that I've built upon. This is how I, how this whole thing was inspired to be created. So this is me within my primal element. I can always create and recreate right. myself. I'm not myself to begin with, so you know. We give them a little personal, you know, besides the principles that we touch upon. We give them a little personal piece of me. You know. But knowing I'm not governed there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> Sit here till it's dark. So, um <laughs> with that we thank everyone. <laughs> somebody listening, somebody listening also. So what was listening? One of the listeners just said, "Yeah, because we are timeless." They just texted me that. <laughs> While I'm on the For phone. real, they exactly. Yeah, I have a whole poem on that. Exactly. <laughs> she, she is exactly correct on what she just texted yes. me. Exactly, you listener. You are exactly yes. correct. She said, "Because exactly. we are timeless." She just texted me that. When the one of them is listening, other people listening. Yeah. Exactly. We are timeless. That's why they say art Thank and works are timeless. That. Music is timeless. Mm-hmm. You know? Art is timeless. Music is timeless. How can that be timeless if it wasn't created from something which is timeless? Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Agreed. And that's about it. I don't want to take up too much of your moment. I don't say your time. Man. Too much of your moment. But um, you know, glad y'all listened in and tuned in. Gave the attention to this episode as well. This is probably the longest one, really. <laughs> I know. I really think it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we touched upon time. time, and this just took the longest time. For the longest moment that may be within the the list of episodes, maybe as of right now in the running in the running so far, yeah, I think this is the longest moment uh, to expand. Oh, this, this momentum, the longest momentum right. so far in the episodes. It's cool though. Yeah. So it is. At least we're true to it. So there you go. There's no time <laughs> recorded. There's no, there's no length of time that can record. It's timeless. 
within the moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Cool. Because sometimes while we're talking and building on shit, you know, people that are listening text me and, you know, email me and message me on certain things at the same time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is what it is. It is as it is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, yeah, to the next moment, um, everything remains as it is, or things remain in continuation, as usual, unusually. Mm-hmm. So, until next time, to the next now time, to the next present moment, we will connect again. And uh, everything remains as is. Till next time. See y'all again. One. Zero.